welcome back. And if you're new to my podcast, welcome. I'm so glad you stopped by. And I hope you find some value in this. Wow. This last week, I had quite a bit of shade or heat thrown in my direction around free money, which got me thinking about how our mindset around money truly does determine a lot around our wealth and lack thereof, which is why I thought it would be a good idea to talk about that today. But before I spill the tea on what happened, let me introduce myself and what we're going to talk about today. Hi there, my name is Dr. Kelly Ray, and I am a mindset coach, counselor, notably known as the Inner Critic Tamer, and I am passionate about helping others just like you and me who've gone through some things that we don't perhaps like to talk about, but we know we want to do better because we know if we're better, then the people around us do better. I'm obsessed with teaching others how to tame their inner critic that inner childhood conditioning, or as I'd like to say, undo some of that crap that maybe happened to you along the way and continues to keep you somewhat stuck or tripped up or holding you back from truly living the vibrant life that you were designed to live. And during this episode, we're going to talk about recognizing the hidden ways your mindset is sabotaging your wealth. And also at the end of this episode, I'll share with you the kerfuffle that happened over the last week over free money. I mean, that just sounds crazy, right? Okay, so what do you think matters more to financial success? Being really good with numbers and math or being really good at managing your mindset? While having an understanding of things like compounding returns is helpful, I'd argue that your money mindset is some of the most important factors in determining whether or not you'll achieve your goals and enjoy financial stability and even financial freedom. Money mindsets matter because how we think directly influences how we see the world. Our thoughts direct our actions and our actions over time become our habits. Those habits, whether they're good and positive or bad and destructive, are what determine our financial future. Considering that it's a good idea to occasionally check in with yourself and ask, is my money mindset helping me get to where I really want to go? Or is it holding me back and weighing me down? If you're hanging on to any of these money mindsets, it's time to let them go and focus on more useful mental frameworks that will actually help you make progress on those things that are holding you back. So let's delve into a few major money mindsets that I've noticed that could potentially hold you back from your financial goals. Money mindset one, money is bad and having or wanting it is bad too. Does the idea of having a lot of money make you uncomfortable? Does money just feel bad to you? If someone says, how did the rich get rich? Would your answer sound something like, by taking advantage of the poor people? Or, by cheating someone else? Or, 
not giving back and helping anybody. Your primary money mindsets might revolve around money avoidance. If you're a money avoider, then you may feel negatively about it for some various reasons. Money might be something that triggers feelings of fear, anxiety, and even disgust. In turn, you might consciously or unconsciously believe that people who have money are also bad, evil, or corrupt. You might see people who are financially successful as greedy, selfish, and manipulative or cold-hearted. You might think this mindset is harmless after all. Who cares if you think negatively about the financially elite or the 1%? They can go sob into their piles of cash for all you care, right? But the thing is, this money mindset doesn't just lead you to feel disapproving of the rich. It can stop you from becoming a wealthy, financially secure person yourself. Even if your goal isn't to be rich, money avoidance can keep you in a cycle of struggling. You might tell yourself you just want to get to a point where you're no longer living paycheck to paycheck and constantly worried about which bill you're going to let go this month. But if you think money is bad or evil, you may self-sabotage opportunities or chances to improve your financial situation. If you identify with being poor, broke, or struggling, especially if you feel this is somehow morally superior to being financially stable and comfortable, you will keep yourself in that cycle and fail to act in ways that could benefit you. And here's the thing. Someone could ask you this directly and consciously you would say, no, that's not me. But unconsciously, your mind is directing you otherwise. This is why it's so important to check out your mindset regularly. What are you saying yes to? What are you saying no to? What are you avoiding? The truth is money isn't inherently evil. People who have money aren't automatically bad, devious, greedy individuals who set out to profit from someone else's misfortune. Money is a tool. Like any tool, you have a choice. You have a few choices about how you interact with it. One, you can ignore it and deliberately avoid it. Two, you can use it destructively to tear something apart or to hurt yourself or someone else. Or three, you can use it productively and creatively to build what you want and to help others who may not know how to use the tool as well as you do. If you refuse to drop a money mindset that tells you money is bad and people who have it are bad too, then you're going to be stuck in options one and two. You don't have to hang on to those options though. Option three is available to you, but you have to drop the idea that money is something that you need to avoid in order to be a good and righteous person. 
Personally, I've chosen option three, and, and you can too. And just to remind you what option three is, it's you can use it productively and creatively to build what you want and to help others who may not know how to use the tool as well as you do. I've worked to learn how to use money as a tool to build security and freedom in my life. And I've also sought out additional training, education, and experience that allows me to show others how to get the most from their own money tools as well. More importantly, I've learned very valuable skills to help you in other areas of your life, whether it's your health, your relationships, your self-worth, and your overall improved quality of life. You could do the same. Replace that old money mindset with a new one, something like money as a tool, and I have the ability to learn how to use it. Let's now talk about money mindset number two. Money is hard to come by and difficult to keep once I have it. Some money mindsets act as self-fulfilling prophecies. Buying into a scarcity-framed worldview is one of them. Believing that money is hard to come by will make it difficult for you to see opportunities to earn or make more money. If you prime your brain to assume you cannot generate more income, guess what? You won't notice all the chances you could take to increase your earnings. This isn't just positive thinking airy-fairy stuff. Humans have selective attention. Your brain is extremely good at focusing on what you tell it to focus on. The problem is it tends to tune out anything that isn't what you told it to look for, even if those other things would normally be appealing or something you'd want if you knew they were there. And even if that something is a person dressed in a gorilla costume wandering through a group of people playing basketball, yes, that's true. You can go search the gorilla experiment on YouTube and see what I'm talking about for a visual effect. Researchers have run the gorilla experiment over and over again and found the same results. When you tell the viewer to count how many times a group of people in white shirts pass the ball, but then tell them to ignore how many times the group in black shirts does the same. Most people don't even notice the person dressed as a gorilla wandering through the middle of the group. So if you expect that money is hard to come by, then you will find it difficult to increase your income. If you expect that money is difficult to keep once you have it, then you will find it almost impossible to increase your savings or avoid debt. This kind of money mindset becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy simply because you've primed your brain to play by the rules you expect to be in place. But the thing is, these rules aren't real. You made them up. You only see what you expect to see. The world works the way you expect it to work. Let's talk about money mindset number three. Money is not something I deserve. This is another form of money avoidance. Only with this money mindset, you don't make cash wrong. 
you're making yourself wrong in some way. You may feel guilty about having money if you see others in the world who don't have enough. You may feel like you earned your money through means that were not good enough in some ways or are somehow wrong or bad. Feeling like you don't deserve to have the money you need could result in giving away more than you can truly afford to charities or others in your life. It could lead you to overspend in an effort to keep yourself in a deficit or to influence you to pass up opportunities to earn more. However, this money mindset shows up for you. It might help you to get to the heart of why you feel this way. Often, feelings of, I don't deserve, this is rooted in some past experience that might not have anything to do with personal finances at all. Once you can resolve the source of guilt or shame, you may find it easier to let go of the idea that somehow you don't deserve financial success. From there, you can reframe your mindset to one that is more positive and affirming. Now, let's talk a minute about the money mindsets to adopt for financial success. The money mindsets broken down above that I just shared with you won't work for you if you're ready to make financial progress and create growth and wealth. They just won't. You can't just wish that your sabotaging mindset or negative mindset towards money is going to just suddenly shift overnight and you'll be able to, I mean, that's like trying to push on a brick wall and expect it to move. It's not going to move. You have to do something different. But it's not very easy to just drop a belief and walk away from it, especially if it leaves a void in your mind. You need to know what beliefs to adopt instead that will automatically actually help and support you instead of holding you back. So I want to share some positive money mindsets you can consider. Money is a tool I can use productively and well to build the life I want. Money is abundant and I can earn more of it. Money is a resource that I can use responsibly to create stability for myself and others. Money is a proxy for choice. Money is an opportunity for having more possible options of what I want to do in my life. Money is something I can understand and manage well. And if I don't know how right now, I can learn and improve. Money is something I deserve so I can live well and help others. Choose one that resonates with you or create your own. And I'm going to caution you on creating your own because sometimes we create our own and it still has a negative twist to it and we just aren't aware of it and our brain will take it as the negative. Simply repeating it like a mantra or thinking happy thoughts about it might be a good start, but remember that getting your mindset right is step one. 
Once you choose to adopt a more productive money mindset, there's still work to do. You need to follow up with actions and you need to stay consistent with the right steps to take. And as we begin to wrap up this week's episode, I hope you gain some value in understanding how your mindset plays a significant role in every action you take, whether it's your health, your relationships, or your wealth. It all comes down to mindset. And just as you gained insight on how you can be more aware of yours, there will still need to be additional work to be done aside from thinking more positively. Here's what I know. Awareness isn't necessarily enough to change behavior permanently. Just like your existing habits and behaviors were not created in one fell swoop, they took repeated practice to become a permanent thing in order to work on an unconscious level, meaning without you even being aware that you're doing it. Oh, and yeah, I almost forgot. I told you I'd spill the tea on the heat I received last week around free money. I recently joined a bank that upon opening a checking and savings account with this bank, they gifted me $25 instantly into my account. And the genius behind that wanted me to, of course, share, right? Who wouldn't want to tell other people, hey, I just made 25 bucks. And as a result of sharing, the bank gave me a referral link. And each time someone else opened a checking or savings account, they were given $25 instantly. And I was given $75 for merely sharing this referral link. Well, to my utter surprise, I couldn't believe how many people came after me about this free money. I didn't, of course, take it personally because I recognized it as their limiting beliefs around money. But still, I thought it was wild that people were so willing to fight over money rather than graciously receiving it for what it was. Free. I mean, think about this. We got people fighting over a Stanley Cup in Target, ready to just throw all kinds of money for this cup. Yet, when you offer them an opportunity to receive free money, they they lose their minds. Help me make sense of that. The only way I can attribute that to is, again, mindset. We have so many beliefs around so many things and so often we don't even bother reflecting on them, looking at them, questioning them. We've just identified them as real and true and that's the facts, Jack. And I'm here to tell you that it's it's not that cut and dry and that you have the ability to change those should you so choose to if you want to improve the quality of your life. I'm certainly here to help you do that. And if you found this helpful or would like more topics like this or know someone who could use a little extra support along the way, I encourage you to reach out and schedule some time with me, which I'll share ways that you can do that in a minute. I'm also going to encourage you to share and follow this podcast as a new episode comes out every week. 
And honestly, we just don't know who needs to hear this. So sharing it gives somebody else an opportunity that tunes into something they didn't know they needed, but yet it resonates with them and it helps make their day. It helps them improve the quality of their life. And I know that that would mean something to you if you saw those that you cared about living more vibrantly. All right, so here's some way that you can connect with me and or schedule an appointment with me. I'm on Instagram at Ask Dr. Kelly Ray. Kelly Ray is spelled K-E-L-L-Y-R-A-E. I'm on Facebook at Dr. Kelly Ray B, B as in brown. I'm on TikTok, Dr. Kelly Ray. My website is drkellyray.com. And my email is drkellyray at gmail.com. Until next week, please know I send you so much 